Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Hello. Uh, I'm back and I'm better, I think. I don't know. I'm kind of honestly a bit of the same, but I'm back recording City Noises still very much in the background, um, Juno hanging out next to me. I decided to start back up again. It just felt right. I am kind of going to do things a little bit differently. I took a little bit of a hiatus just because I needed to, and I've kind of been in the process of like rebranding a little bit and kind of just thinking about what I want my content to look like going forward. And it's kind of weird being, uh, a kind of a creator and being someone in this space right now because I think just choosing the right thing and doing the right thing and what that is and making mistakes and all of that can kind of happen very often and you're in like the public eye when it happens so it's a lot more difficult so just been kind of thinking about that a lot and really wanting to focus the podcast more on interviews and having conversations and not so much just my own personal diary, which I think I was using it for is just my friends and I, um, kind of just using it. Yeah. The diary, which is fine and all, but that's why I made a Patreon account to kind of have a place that I could share those thoughts and talk about all the very personal things and not feel like I'm just putting it out to the world and putting it into hands and random people's hands. You know what I mean? So I think I'm trying to find the balance on here of, you know, being honest and talking about real things, but also maintaining, um, my sanity and, um, just kind of some privacy in my life. So, I'm not really good at that. I'm someone who's always been very far too open on the internet and um, I'm learning how to become more private and just share more about other people and less about my own life unless I specifically feel inclined to or that it can help other people. So anyways, I'm back in action. Um, still wanting to do the podcast, obviously. I love chatting on here. I love talking about things, um, exploring life through here and I just want to get some cool guests on and talk to people and I think it'll be it'll be good so for now though I'm just going to kind of I don't know go over some things that have been happening to me it's been probably a month exactly since my last episode uh that I took off because it was too intense but definitely September was the most and crazy and eventful month of my life. One of them, maybe. Um, I've definitely had many eventful moments in my life, but that was really one of the top, top 10 for sure. Um, It was just full of so much. I mean, honestly, I feel like every day was eventful, uh, starting from the very beginning. And I learned a lot about myself. I had a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of growth. 
as cheesy as that sounds, um, a lot of weird days and painful physical, a lot of physical pain in the month of September, a lot of money was spent in the month of September, tons of money, money that I probably shouldn't have needed to spend, but did, um, just, just a whole lot of stuff, but it's October now. I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm also just very tired. I think from month, month of September, I think mentally and physically just very drained from it. Um, and we're entering into a new season, you know, so I think it's also a weird transitional time. I know other people are kind of feeling weird and I know there's a weird stuff happening. I, um, I watched Squid Game, the first episode last night. And I mean, it's a household name at this point. Every single person I feel like has watched it or attempted to watch it. I know it's like charted as like what the number one show worldwide or something on Netflix. I don't know. Some crazy statistic basically meaning that everyone and their mother is watching the show. And I'm a little late to the game, but I watched the first episode last night with my boyfriend. And you know what? I have a lot to say about it. I'm I'm so concerned for all of us as just a culture, as a society, because I don't know how since after watching that episode, which I know isn't even the worst one. I know it just gets worse. So just watching the first episode, I don't know how it is so universally accepted and adored as much as it is. Because, yes, it's brilliant. Yes, I love the acting. Yes, I think it's a great movie. I mean, show. Yes, I think it probably has a great message. But it's fucking disturbing. You know? It's violent. I mean, there's a whole, what, like 25 minutes of seeing people get shot, like, continuously. And the creepy, like, person, like, doll character that, like, turns around and just has, like, laser-focused eyes. You feel like you're in a literal like nightmare dream. Like that is something that I've had happen to me and, and like one of the worst nightmares I've ever had. Like I swear to God. Um, and it's also weird that it's like children's games and just like the gore, you know, the pure gore. I was so anxious. I was sitting there like wincing, like heart racing, sick to stomach, clammy hands, breathing heavy, like it was insane. It was literally like an induced anxiety attack. It was crazy. So I don't know. I think I've mentioned this previously, I think, but I have a very sensitive kind of brain when it comes to visuals and it comes to movies and shows and and photos and stuff like that. And it really affected me like shows and movies have affected me my whole life. Even when I was younger, I'd have really weird kind of reactions to certain movies or even like the, I don't know if anyone's seen the Iron Giant when you were a kid, but that movie fucked me up. Um, wasn't even that scary. Like, I don't actually mind scary movies as much. It's more like the really intense, like psychological gory shit that just like doesn't sit well with me. So I don't know. I just think it's really crazy though, that this was such a widely talked about obsessed over show. I mean, if almost everyone in their household is watching this show I mean, are we all just desensitized to violence? Are we all like kind of subconsciously enjoying watching violence and human beings being killed? Like, are we, is this something that's like, what does this say about us as a society? You know, like that we're, that this show is so popular. 
Um, I think it's interesting. I think it's really strange. And I'd love, I'd love to hear some just like some thoughts on this from like a psychologist or some sort of like specialist because it's just so fascinating to me and so concerning. Um, but yeah, so that was something that happened last night. I just think is interesting. What else has been interesting going on in my life? Um, hmm. Oh, I lost. <laughs> it's not interesting at all. The segue. I lost the charger to my vibrator and like, I literally can't find it. Like, I don't know where it is at all. Like nowhere to be found. Like she's gone. Rest in peace. Um, and it's unfortunate because I really miss her. Um, so yeah, that's something I've had to come to terms with this week. I'm gonna have to buy another one, but it was a gift, um, from a company and I just like, it was nice, you know? So just, you know, I've been needing some, um, some extra, just, I don't know. I have a boyfriend though, and it's great. We have great sex life. So I don't know, but vibrators are game changers. You just can't go back after you have a vibrator. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a sad week. But what else has been going on? That wasn't interesting, but it's kind of interesting to me. It was, it was somewhat eventful <laughs> this last week. Um, oh, I started reading uh, Matthew McConaughey's book, which was eventful for me and exciting because I actually have not been reading much. I've been reading in small little doses. I would say like a bites of reading is what I call it. Um, haven't been able to really get into a book like full on to where I'm like, shit, I got to read this. I want to read it. I can't put it down type of energy, which I've been really craving because I used to read like that. And it just hasn't been happening for me. But this is a book that I mean, I'm already like a third of the way in and I started yesterday afternoon. So it's only been a day and I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. And, you know, it makes me also, I was talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday, but like, I'm so inspired to write my own book after kind of reading Matthew McConaughey's book because I think it just makes me realize like you can you can write a biography in a way that is accessible and that is in your own voice and doesn't have to be super kind of like I don't know like preachy like I feel like I could never write a biography being preachy or being like my life is so important and so great and let me tell you all about it like I kind of would want it to be a biography and just like my perceptions of my life and almost just like storytelling because I think storytelling is so powerful and that's also like that's kind of all we have and that's why I think I'm even inclined to have a podcast um and talk to people and have these conversations with myself and with other others and learn about their lives because I think biographies and memoirs and and learning about other people and and their circumstances you know we can relate or we can read something that's so different and far removed from us that it's that you learn something too. And I don't know, it just kind of like humbles you and makes you appreciative of your own life in some ways, or, um, you know, just, I don't know, there's something about them that are so great. And I feel like he did it in a really, really good way. Also, he's just like a, just like a great man. He's a great man. Another reason why I love Scorpio men, my boyfriend's a Scorpio and Matthew McConaughey's a Scorpio. So I don't make the rules. Scorpio men are just elite and I'm sticking by that. So also Frank Ocean is a Scorpio. Also, I found out um, the other day that Lil Wayne and Gwyneth Paltrow have the same birthday. And I feel like that is the most fitting 
hilarious fun fact I've heard in a while. Like, of course they do. Of course they have the same birthday. It's hilarious. I feel like I don't have the same birthday as anyone that cool. I'm pretty sure I looked it up and it's like someone super random and like not interesting. But anyways, um, yeah. So what else is going on? Oh, well, what I was going to say about the Matthew McConaughey book, which is really interesting. Juno, stop biting my arm. That's not cool, dude. Not cool. Not cool at all. Um, His book is called Green Lights. And his whole kind of ongoing theme that he keeps presenting in the book is that, you know, in life we have these green lights or we have these red lights. And also this is really weird because I happened to start this book and watch Squid Game on the same day not realizing that they both had the same red light, green light theme. Like, that's so fucking weird. Wow, I just realized that. Anyways, but the whole red light, green light premise of the book is so cool because he basically is saying, like, you basically want to live your life with as many green lights as you can. Like, there's certain, you know, situations you get in or paths you take or uh, things you do that are green lights, you know, then you want more of those. You want to make the right decisions and you want to say yes to the right things and have good days and make good routines and have good opportunities and meet cool people. Those are all like green lights and red lights will always happen though, you know, like death and illness and not feeling well or sadness or heartbreak, all those things will happen. And you just have to kind of keep going and finding kind of like the green lights that can, that can turn, no, red lights that can turn into green lights because that's kind of his perspective. And I think that's so interesting and so cool. Um, So I've kind of made a list recently of like all the green lights in my life and all the red lights. And I feel like doing that often is kind of like a cool way of like thinking about things in your life. So I really like that. But and other news too, because I feel like I'm just like, I'm like in the news reporter or something today, but Instagram's down. It's 3 p.m. and Instagram has been down since this morning. I literally got out of Pilates and my friends were texting in a group chat like, oh my God, Instagram's down because I think most of them post at like 9 a.m.-ish. And I had a lot of work to do on Instagram as well. And so it's been so fucking weird. Like Instagram has never been down for this long ever. I think since I've ever had it, which has been since like what, high school? And... It's really weird. It's bringing up a lot of weird shit for me. And I think as a whole, I think we're all like, everyone was kind of freaking out. And I think everyone wants to pretend they're not freaking out because they don't want to admit that everyone has an addiction to, to Instagram. But I think we don't realize how much we use Instagram and check it every single day. Like I was noticing all day today, like my days felt really fucking weird and very isolated because I live alone you know, I'm not talking to anyone. I haven't been talking. I could talk to my friends a little bit on the phone, but nothing crazy. And I've just been doing work here. And it's weird to not like check in and like see what all of your friends are doing or like look at stories or it's just weird. It's like weird. It's so weird. And I'm still processing it. And I'm still also like enjoying it a little bit of course because there's no pressure to like be posting or like thinking about instagram or whatever but it's still fucking weird as well and i don't know if i like hate it or love it or how i feel about it but it just was like such a weird like thing today but it made me think a lot about my own just like social media habits and just like how much this really does affect 
us as a whole and it's honestly scary and I feel like it made me think of two things. It made me think first off that like we really all are addicted to social media and that we use it essentially for entertainment. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that because I think that we tend to be embarrassed by it, like I mentioned. But I think that we forget that, you know, most people back in, you know, later, earlier years, they watched more TV and they also had like the radio and they had other forms of entertainment and magazines and stuff like that that we don't really have as much anymore. I mean, obviously, we still watch TV, but it's not really quite, I feel like, as big as it used to be, probably. Um, And I just feel like social media has now become like a newspaper or a magazine or like, I mean, people read Twitter like it's a freaking like the morning LA Times, you know? And so I think that it's important to remember that like entertainment has always been around as far as humans have existed. So I feel like it's, it's, it makes sense that we're obviously obsessed with this, this, uh, you know, social media platform and whatnot. So I don't know, it's interesting, but it, it did make me think too about just how, I guess, I use Instagram to not feel as alone and to check in on my friends and that I have a lot of relationships too that are online that make me feel really good. And so when I wasn't seeing some of my internet friends on there doing their daily things or sharing stuff or their posts and whatnot that I normally get daily, it felt really weird to like not know what anyone's doing and like not really kind of share what I was doing. Like I was, I was going through my day and I usually, I mean, I also am an exception. I, my work on social media. And so I post a lot more than the average person, but you know, when I'm making a meal or whenever I saw something that was cool or interesting or has something to say, it was weird, you know, not have, not documenting that or not sharing that. And I mean, it's honestly, yeah, it was really strange. Like I think to, I thought to myself, like, would I be taking photos of my meals if I if they weren't to be posted? Or like would I be taking as many photos in general if it weren't to be if they weren't to be posted? So it was really strange and I just was like having this weird like existential moment where I was just like wow, like how much is social media actually affecting me? And the fact that it is my job is so strange because when it does go down like that, it's like wow, like it's down, you know? But I think about that with a lot of uh, the world right now, I mean, a lot of our world is digital. So it's like, if that goes down, like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, how are we going to access anything, you know, documents, um, notes, just like, you know, financial stuff. I mean, it all kind of has played a role recently um, in the last like 10 years, you know, it's just, we do rely heavily on our phones and on media and, uh, you know, the internet. So I don't know. It was just weird. I keep using the word weird. I need to think of another adjective. That's not weird. Like strange, confusing, odd, off-putting. I've actually, I just got a book that's like this word intelligence book. And it basically is like an old school book of, of how to uh, kind of like be a better speaker and be more intelligent and use better words and everything. And 
was like, you know, I really do need to work on this because I feel like I want to be a very good speaker and I would like to sound intelligent and be intelligent. And I feel like because I don't read as much as I used to, I used to kind of learn words and phrases and things like that from books, but I I don't anymore, right? So it's a little weird, but anyways, um, hopefully this whole social media thing, I mean, it did kind of make me want to spend less time on it, but I also made me have an appreciation for it that I think I was always hating on. And now I'm actually like, well, don't actually hate it. I actually appreciate it and think it can be, I always yawn whenever I podcast. I don't understand anyways, but I also think it could be a really useful tool. And I think it's really great to have the communities that we do on Instagram. And I think there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. You know, I think I don't know. I'm so divided with like how I feel about it, you know, but I think overall, you know, you just got to find what works for you and boundaries. And I think as long as I'm happy and feeling good about what I'm consuming and how I'm spending my days. And I feel like most of my days are pretty productive. So I don't know. I think, I think honestly, like TikTok, if TikTok would have gone down, I would have been much happier because I feel like that's more of a toxic app as I've talked about. But I don't know. Anyways, I should wrap this up anyways because it's not supposed to be a super long episode, but I'm just really happy to be chatting again in here. And I just feel good about this new, new kind of wave of what I'm kind of wanting to do with this podcast. And so next week is going to be a uh, interview and a conversation and I'll just see where it goes and where it takes me but so far um, I have a few good people in the works and whatnot I think I asked on my Instagram who you'd want to hear from so I'm going to make some of those happen and it's going to be a good a good season a good fall Uh, I just feel good about it so anyways I will talk to you guys when I talk to you Um, yeah bye